you can have the best of doctors you can have the most expensive medicine you can have the most um the you see the trainers how do they call them well trainers do you understand like like michael jackson michael jackson had a trainer somebody who comes to train him do you get it every morning hey yeah training expect <laughs> so no matter how experienced they are you see you cannot prevent death it will by all means happen we don't like it when it happens but you and I we know that is something we can't prevent so if we can't prevent it what do we do to survive it hallelujah what do we do to survive it that's why we talk about salvation do you get it we talk about salvation so that in the event of your death you know that you are not going to a place where you will suffer forever so these challenges are there these challenges are there what do you do to survive them what do you do to, when when the storm of life happens what do you do to survive it storm can come in different forms it can come in the form of somebody close to you a, 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 a loved one dying it can come in somebody losing his job it can come in somebody having an accident something the storm of life always comes but when it comes is that is that supposed to spell your end no so what do you do that is what i'm talking about an anchor when you go to the harbor and you look at the the sheep the sheep's there okay the sheep's you see you say sheep's when it has to do with the one at the harbor but when when it has to do with animal sheep you don't say sheep's you say sheep <laughs> okay okay when you go there you will see the sheep or the sheep's on the water When the wave the waves come the waves of the sea you see that it comes to end where the where the ships are then you see that the ship because it's on water and water is not stable you will see that they are moving hallelujah but you see there is something they call an anchor when the ship comes to dock it is like a thick rope that that they hook they hook something with it very thick rope so it keeps the ship from moving away because as the water is moving if you leave it by the time you realize the ship is somewhere so the anchor is to keep the ship where it is supposed to be hallelujah so i'm talking about when the waves of life come do you have an anchor or it will carry you away do you have an anchor everyone needs an anchor and the anchor is supposed to be the word of god to you hallelujah that when the storms come because you are connected to the word you see it may shake you but it can't carry you away I know a young lady who lost her father and she was very committed 
So when the father wasn't well, she went to pray for the father. She prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. But the father died. The minute the father died, she said, why did God allow my father to die? I have been praying. I have been doing this. Why did God allow my father to die? From today, me and God, we don't agree again. Yeah. And left church. That's it. I have nothing to do with God again. You see, she couldn't survive the storm. She could not survive the storm. Hallelujah. Even if your father was healed, one day he would die still. Is that not it? Yeah, one day he would die. Mm, one day. She couldn't survive it. Because her uncle was not strong enough. So everyone needs an uncle. And your uncle, what, what is the meaning of uncle? Have you found it? It means what? It's, it's a device dropped by a chain. Dropped by a chain, a cable or rope to the bottom of the body of water. To restrict or prevent the motion of the vessel. So, sometimes it's a heavy metal. Very heavy metal. And it will be connected to the ship. And it will drop down into the, the base of the water, of the, of the sea. So, the ship cannot move. The wave will come. But the weight of the metal is such that it holds the ship. The ship is unmovable. Hallelujah. So everybody needs an anchor. And your anchor must be the word of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is it, that is why we are sharing with you what is in the scriptures. Tithing, it is not, it is not, it was not invented by pastors because they, they want money. <laughs> no. It is scriptural. Hallelujah. Anyone, any minister who doesn't teach you to do this is hurting you. Yeah, it's hurting you. Big time. And I'm happy that my father didn't hurt me. <laughs> no, he taught me. Yeah. And I am a committed tither by the grace of God. No, 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 no. Committed to the core. Tither. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'm blessed because of that. I'm blessed because of that. Are you, are you here? Are you here? So, do you have an anchor? That's what you must ask yourself. Is my anchor really sure? Because there are people. Hallelujah. If something happens today, you are gone. <laughs> you are gone. You are gone. Hallelujah. But you must have a solid anchor which is the word whatever comes your way you are kept by the word hallelujah are you here yeah can you put that song there there are some there are some um, words in the song that i like will your anchor hold how does it go will your anchor hold in the storms of life, when the clouds unfold, their wings of strife. When, when the strong ties lift and the cables strain, will your anchor drift off are you listening to the song? Start it again. Will it's asking you a question. Will let, let, let's go. Will your uncle 
in the storms of life when the clouds unfold there are wings of strife strife is not a nice thing when the strong tide when the strong tide lifts and the cable strain what will happen to you Will you be standing there or will you enter into the bush? What will happen to you? Yeah. What will happen to you? Many people, many people's anchors have been proven to be too feeble. <laughs> the storms of life, when they happen, what happens to you? You check out. You, you, you drop you drop the towel is it to help with this pastor to help with this church no 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 you see they say when the cable strain the cable the straining of the cable is when the cable is stretched to its limit would it tear <laughs> when the cable strain is held one side and the other side and it is that is the you are straining the cable so when the cable when you are straight to your limit would you tear would you tear would they say nonsense I've had enough of this foolishness yeah. would you say there are some people that when they are pushed to a certain limit hey, you see that their beautiful face is not actually beautiful inside no, 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 no. You wonder, is this the same person? Somebody was just telling me this morning that somebody got aggressive last week. And it was like, hey, what has happened? We don't know this person to be like that. The cable has strained. The cable is strained. When the cable strained, what happens to you? Will your uncle hold in the storms of life when the clouds unfold their wings of strife when the strong tide lifts and the cables stray will your uncle drift off we have an uncle. We have an uncle. We have an uncle that keeps the soul steadfast and sure. Steadfast and sure while the billows roll. Fasten to the rock which cannot move. Grounded firm and deep. In the Savior's love. Thank you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Our uncle, our uncle is tied to the rock which cannot be moved. What is the rock? You see, the rock is the word of God. Jesus Christ said that. He says that. Anyone who listens to my word and does them, I will liken him to a man who built his house on a rock. Built his house on a rock. When you hear my words and you do it, then you are just like someone who built his house on a rock. Because then you are building your life on the on my word. You are building your life on the rock. And and that rock cannot be moved. So when you are anchor, when you are connected to that unmovable rock, it doesn't matter what comes your way in this life. You will be unmovable. I say you will be unmovable. You will be unshakable. 
there is nothing they do that can get you off your place because you have the word as your anchor hallelujah are you here so the word is what i want to share with you uh, about malachi chapter 3 malachi chapter 3 from verse 8 hallelujah because I've heard some people speaking a lot of nonsense. Oh, don't pay tithe. Huh. When you pay your tithe, what, what do they say? When you pay your tithe, what are you doing? They say, you are, you are what? You are making the pastor rich. You are, you are, you are, sup, you are supporting the extravagant life of the pastor. <laughs> and I've heard somebody say that me I don't pay tight yes babu the work uh, monkey the work babu the chop maybe maybe the monkey me me make her go work and then make her bring money to babu pastor to chop no I'm not going to do no that's a mistake the pastor didn't institute that that's why I'm telling you that your anchor must be the word. Not the opinions of people. Hey, what they are saying, does it line up with scripture? Does it line up with scripture? Somebody may have misused whatever. But it does not change the scripture. Hallelujah. So you, your attention and your mind should be on the scripture. If the person doesn't do what he's supposed to do, leave it to God. But as for you, because God has spoken, this is what I'm supposed to do as a believer. Just go ahead and do your bit. Because you cannot say when you get to heaven or the gate of heaven, you cannot say that, oh, I didn't get born again because... I saw Auntie um, Auntie Gubligop. Do you know Auntie Gubligop? I saw Auntie Gubligop, and I was not happy with the life of Auntie Gubligop. He was attending Torchlight International Chapel, and I didn't like it. So because of that Auntie, I didn't become born again. So it is not my fault. Listen you will not be excused no yeah. true the person may be punished but it will not exempt you from going to hell <laughs> hallelujah yeah that is why you must not look at somebody eh? if especially what the person does contradicts the scriptures don't look at the person let the word of god be your anchor hallelujah do it because the word of god says so not because it is somebody's opinion people are entitled to their opinion but any opinion that does not line up with scripture must be rejected yeah. if i express my opinion and it violates scripture reject it reject it you are under no obligation to do that hallelujah Amen. hallelujah yeah because what we are doing is based must be based on the word of god hallelujah that is why we must take this seriously then shall you return and see oh malachi 3 chapter chapter 3 verse 8 not 18 8 it says that will a man rob god yet ye have robbed me but ye say, wherein have we robbed thee? Then the answer is this. You have robbed me in tithes and in offerings. In tithes. And in offerings. Okay, continue. This is not my focus today. Continue. It said that, even from the days of your fathers, ye have gone away from my ordinances and have not kept them. 
Return unto me and I'll return unto you. Oh, I'm your friend. Oh. I realize that you're taking me back. Okay, so he said that you have robbed me with, you have robbed me, isn't it? In tithes and in offerings. Then he said that because of that, you are cursed with a curse. For you have robbed me, even this whole nation, you have robbed me. Now the first thing is that if God is saying that you have robbed him of tithe, it means that the tithe is not yours. Eh? It doesn't make sense for somebody, something that belongs to you. When you keep it, somebody will come and say that you have robbed me. It is when you take something that belongs to somebody that makes you a thief. Oh, is that not it? So if God is saying that you have robbed him, you have robbed him in tithe and in offering, it means that the tithe is not yours. And the offering is not yours. So when you keep the tithe and you keep the offering, God sees you as a robber. And every robber is cursed. He said you are cursed with the curse. Yeah. To be cursed is to be programmed to fail. To have persistent, constant frustration in an area. It's a curse. <laughs> Nothing you do in a particular area does well. Nothing. It's a curse. Hallelujah. And it happens when you are not a tither. Are you understanding what I'm saying? When you are not a tither, God sees you as a thief. So he can't support your marriage. He would curse your marriage. He won't support it. He will curse your work. He won't support it. God does not finance robbers. Yeah, he doesn't. I was told, I was told yesterday, somebody came to church somewhere. He went to church somewhere. And when the choristers went up to go and sing, then the, the guy took somebody's phone and left church. So, he also didn't know that some of the phones, they are so complicated that anywhere you are on it, they, they can find you. Yeah. So, he left and went to circle. I'm sure he was going to sell the phone. So, he got there. So, after church, they say, where's my phone? Where's my phone? Where's my phone? This okay. Let's, let's look for it. So find my iPhone. They say they have something. Find my iPhone. So they, they put it on. Then it started beeping. Beep, beep, beep. Do you know why it was beeping? It was beeping at circle. Hey! Phone that does not have legs. How did he leave the church and get to circle? So they decided to follow. They follow, follow. Look, they followed until they got the person at circle holding the phone, was going to sell the phone. Charlie, the way they beat the guy is not nice. No, 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 no. Yeah. He had, he had massage free of charge. His body and his face everywhere, his head was massage free of charge. They didn't charge him. Yeah. Nobody likes a thief. They beat him until he could feel it. I'm sure he was shocked that hey. So I thought that stealing from church is safer. Because these people are merciful. They will, they will show me mercy. I'm sure he, he would never steal in church again. Because he wasn't beaten in church. He's second. They beat him a second. Maybe if it's around the church premises, they may, the compassion will be stronger. Yeah. They beat the guy. He was shocked. Why? Nobody likes a thief. You don't like a thief. One day I was told somebody was um, at close from church around South, uh, North Kandeshi and was going home. Ah, then she saw that a certain bike, motorbike, is approaching too fast. 
So she decided to do as if she was jogging. <laughs> and the guy sped and crossed her. I said, bring your phone. And took, took up an out knife. Bring your phone. Bring your money. Unfortunately for her, she didn't have enough money. And they started cutting her. Do you like such people? Do you like such people? Oh, what? You, you, are, you are not here? Those of you are there, but okay, if you like it, may God give you one of them. Yes. You are not minding me. Do you like such people? Do you want to meet them? You don't like them. If you see that they are beating one, what would you do? Huh? You would join and beat them. Yes. Or would you tell them, oh, please stop. You have to be merciful. Is that what you tell them? No. No. I remember when I got married fresh. Age. 15 years ago, I got married fresh. When I was getting married, I got, I got suits from Switzerland. I got suits from London. I got suits from America. And you can, I mean, my wife had a jewelry this suitcases, the, the very small one, yeah, with jewelries, gold, golden jewelry, silver, whatever, not, full jewelry box. One day I returned from church. When I came, I've had, I've had a visitor. Yeah, yes, I was working in the night. When I got home, I had a visitor. They packed all my suits. All. My wife's jewelry. They, went, they packed everything. everything. Look, they packed. I didn't have what to wear to church. My luck is that one minister who was staying in the house, who was even bigger than me, gave me one of his jackets to wear. Yeah, and when I wear, you can see that this one is not for me. <laughs> it wasn't for me. It was not a nice experience. It wasn't a nice experience. You don't like robbers. You think God likes robbers? One day, God blessed us with a car, brand new, brand new Sorrento, Kia Sorrento. So my, my wife was coming home. The night coming home. I'm sure she was playing gospel music. It was a Sunday. So she got to the gate and said, Pippi, I have arrived. Where are they? Come and open. When the people came to open the gate, all of a sudden, a Toyota Corolla came to park. Just behind the car. And strong guys, four of them, came out of the car. Then came to stand by my wife's car. And they knocked, knocked the car. Open the door, open the door. Fortunately for her, the doors were locked. So they tried to open the door and it wasn't, it didn't open. So it was like, open the door, open the door. And they took a gun. They showed her the gun. Open the door before we blow your head off. Then one grabbed a stone, rock, a little rock. Eh? Wanted to hit the, the glass. And my wife was in the car and was like, is this a live Nigerian movie or what, what is it? Is it live Nigerian movie? When she saw the gun, are you here? When she saw the gun, she, she put the car, the gear into reverse. You know, the big cars, you see that they have something that you can stand on before you enter the car. Okay. Yeah. So all of them, they were standing on that thing. Open that place. Open. Open the car. Ah, 
will shoot you. Then put the thing and reverse it. They didn't see it. And she pressed the accelerator. Boom! Then all of them on the floor. Bang! Hey! And then she sped off. They said, this girl will show her, will show her pepper. Then she, they sat in their car. And they chased her. Oh. But you see, when it gets to those things, eh, you, you know, some, the spirit of the, the spirit of Rambo enters. The spirit of James Bond. He enters into you. She's bad. She got to a tea junction and she turned left. Then the people realized that no. The car, her car engine is bigger than ours. Let us go and cross her. So they turned to go and cross her. When my wife saw that, Tali, she has turned. The people were not coming. Then she also reversed, turned back, and came. Because it called her, "I'm coming, you Open the gate before I get there." So they opened the gate, and then she came, Woo, boom, and quickly we locked the gate. So they were going the other way to go and cross her, but she swept them and came back. So we were there, we were there. You are clapping. You are not serious. <laughs> I wish you were there. We'll see whether you will clap. In about two minutes' time, we saw them knocking, banking the gate. B -b 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 open the gate. I said, These people are bold. Though. Very bold. No, it's, a, it's, it's an experience you don't want to have. You don't want to have robbers. Nobody likes robbers. Nobody likes robbers, including God. Yeah. So if you don't like robbers because they are dangerous, then if you are not a titan, God sees you also as a robber. You are more dangerous than a tie. Do you know a tie? Where's a tie? Where's a tie? Is he is he still in prison? Is he still? Oh. He's a pastor in prison. Wow. Evangelist in prison. Good. Thank God. All the armed robbers should become pastors. Yeah. yeah. That's how God sees you. So if you run away from an armed robber, that is how God sees you. When God sees you, he feels like running away from you. So God will not come and support you. He will not support your marriage. He will not support your job. He will not support your education. He will not support anything you do. Because he sees you as a robber. When you finance a robber, you are financing your own death. You don't finance a robber. You kill the robber. You arrest the robber. You do something to, to hurt the robber. One day somebody jumped into a house. He didn't know that there was a dog. We had a dog there. In the night when we asleep. Then all of a sudden we heard somebody. Said, mm, 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 mm. I said, Charlie, John, make we sleep. We don't know. Sana, the dog was feasting wildly on the guy. He didn't know. He didn't know. When we woke up in the morning, the blood on the compound, blood, and you see that he tried to jump the wall. So you see, the blood was from where he, the, the dog caught him eh, to where he escaped. You see the blood all the way there on the wall. Until ah, he jumped off. I don't know how he managed to escape. Yeah. Yeah. We, 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 we will not come out. <laughs> we will not come. No. Why? Because it was a thief. It, if it was a, a normal visitor. You get it? We would, we would come out and call the door. Hey, Jack, go back. 
but this one a robber somebody who had come in the night to come and rob we left him for the dog to have a nice spot do you know sports sport yeah feasted on him and because he didn't want to be he didn't want anybody to but he didn't know we had had from that day from that day no thief came to our house no 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 nobody came nobody came again God doesn't like robbers like you I mean that because you don't like robbers God also does not like robbers (laughs) so if you are not a tither you are seen as a robber how many of you would want God to see you as a robber as a thief I didn't say I read to you the scripture go back to verse 8 I'm closing my time is up your time is very short look verse 8 will a man rob God is that is it in your Bible maybe look I'm sure you are thinking that we have money to get a Bible please look into your Bible madam is in your Bible it's in your Bible are you sure where is it is here will a man rob God I can see it in the Bible will a man rob God it said yet you have robbed me you are an armed robber but you say ah but God I don't have a gun how come I've come oh, how can I even rob you you are God how can I rob you and he said that because you kept the tithe and you kept the offering you are a robber and because of that verse 9 verse 9 will happen to you verse 9 it said that you are cursed with a curse cursed with a curse because you kept the tithe you didn't give it kept the offering so I, I don't like keeping the tithe there is enough challenges and trouble in the world it's enough I don't want to add God's to mine. No, no. Yeah. If God curses you, who can, who can rescue you? One day I went to preach at um, Boko in the Upper East region. When I was coming, a certain driver picked us from Boko to Temale to pick our flight. Then he said, as we were coming, we were chatting. And the man said that, oh, he said, look, church, eh? one day a certain pastor approached me from a certain country. And he said that I should come for us to do business. Then he said, when we started the business, he will come and give people money and blah, blah, and all that. So they will come join his church. Blah, blah. Then he will collect this, collect this. They will give this, they will give that. You know. And he said, look, Charlie, they were making money. Then he said that, hey. Now, I am doing this thing against God. If God gets angry, who will save me? So instead of being a fake pastor, let me go and be a, let me go and be a fake malam. So he said, oh, he left the pastor and went to become a fake malam. He went to buy snakes, you know, and then when you buy, and, and he, was, he, was, he was telling me the tricks they used. And he said that, he said, the reason why I diverted there was that I know that if it gets worse there, I can run to God. God, he will save me. But if I do it against God and God rises against me, where am I going? Which malam can rescue me? So look, I prefer to be a fake, a fake malam than to be a fake pastor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I said, wow, you really lived a life. 
So I'm saying that if God, if God rises against you, who, who can rescue you? If God is cursing you, who can rescue you from the curse? Who can? Hallelujah. Yeah. This is why I am a tither. It's one of the reasons why I am a tither. And you must be a tither. Because there are so many people in the church complaining. Tomorrow this. Tomorrow that. Tomorrow that. And you discover that they just are not interested in becoming tithers. I said, look, you are wasting my time. If God is against you or he has cursed you, what can I, a pastor, do? What can I do? What can I do? Hallelujah. Don't, 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 don't get God to release his curses on you. Hallelujah. Have you realized that if, if 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 you don't pay taxes, they would arrest you and put you in jail? Or you didn't know? You know. They'll put you in jail. Someone says, is it by force to pay tax? Maybe, maybe you didn't know. It is. Yeah, it is. The road you are walking on, do you pay? Do you pay for the road you are walking on? Huh? You don't pay. You don't pay. There are so many things that are happening in the country that you don't pay for it. Or you are enjoying and because you are enjoying you must pay tax so that they they will keep doing it do you understand if you said that i won't pay tax because these politicians i don't know what they do with the money they are doing it you see the law will not support you on that oh can you go and give that as an excuse yeah what are the politicians doing with their money yeah the fact that the person is doing something wrong with the money doesn't mean that you should neglect your responsibility the law will catch you let the law catch them for doing something wrong with the money hallelujah in the same way you are breathing free air free free Oh, how much do you pay? How much do you pay for the air you breathe? One day a man was admitted, he was struggling to breathe. He had problem with his lungs, so he was struggling to breathe. So they rushed him to the hospital. And they put what, what, what oxygen. They put oxygen on him. So for some time, for a few days, to normalize his breathing. When after, after everything and his breathing came back, they brought him his bill. When he saw his bill, he started crying. And the doctor said, oh, what is the problem? Why are you crying? If you can't pay, you just let us know. We'll see what we can do about it. He said that it is not that I can pay. I can pay. But I am surprised that I have to pay this bill for being here for one week because you helped me to breathe for one week look at the bill I have to pay now God has helped me to breathe my whole life up to today and he has not brought me any charge yeah. the thought of that caused the man to just, just burst out into tears burst out into tears now look at what god has been doing for us you see you have no idea one day i went i went i went somewhere and i went to lift something i wasn't standing well if you are lifting something and make sure that you have good firm uh, whatever on the ground before you lift i didn't do that and i went and i lifted the thing when I lifted the thing, then I had in my waist, care. You know care. <laughs> I had care and I dropped the thing. Yeah. 
I dropped the thing. You see, Dr. Henry, it was at that time that I really appreciated working without waste pains. Yeah. You would, you would never know how precious it is. Yeah. As I go about preaching, shouting, screaming, and doing that, I didn't know that it was a blessing. Oh. Yeah. For about four days or so, I couldn't move. They have to put me on a bed. Even, even if I'm lying this way, I have to turn this way. Hey, it's, it's a whole project. It's a whole project. Then I say, hey. So every day as I sleep and I'm able to turn. Uh, in Ghana, I don't know how they say it in English, but in Ghana, uh, they say that, only washer. How do you say it in English? Those of you who understand Ghana. Eh? Interpreter. Eh? Oh, wash. You see, there are some people like when they are when they go to bed, they'll be lying here. In the morning, by the time you go into their rooms, they are actually on the floor. Do you know people like that? Yes. It is called washer. I don't know how you call it in English. It is even a blessing that you can do that. Yeah. It was until, until I had that accident. I didn't, I never thought it was a blessing. Hey. You see your wife lying there, you can't make a move. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> you can't make a move. If you like, try. If you like, if you have man, try it. Yeah. Then I realized that hey, God has really blessed us. But yet we don't know. We don't know. And we don't appreciate it. Yeah. That is why you owe God. You owe God. You go to work every day. Do you think it's everybody who is able to go to work every day? When it happened to me, I wasn't even working. Oh, I had to drive. They said, no, no, you can't. You, sit, you have to lie down. Because when you sit down for a long time, you put strain on it. Lie down. I couldn't. They, they will not allow me to drive. Me too. My life, I'm not used to sitting down. Yes. So when I sit down, I watch, I watch out. Every day goes to work. This goes to work. This goes. Oh, then Charlie, I, I go out. Before they will come, I'm there, lying down. It's all my life. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought that it was a blessing. Moving up and down, and I can tell and I give you an example, and I will do it. It's a blessing. What I'm doing is a blessing, oh. There are many people who cannot do what I'm doing. Yeah. They can't do what I'm doing. I realize that when I even sneeze, when I sneeze, I feel pains in my waist. When I sneeze, then I feel the pain. Even sneezing. So if you can sneeze, eh, if you can sneeze, it's a blessing. Yeah. It's a, never ask why should I pay tight? Why should you pay? Why should you bring tight into the storehouse of God? It's because God has been good to you. Yeah, it's because He's been good to you. Yeah, Pastor, but I don't have money. You don't have money. Hey, you want to worsen your case, isn't it? Do you want to worsen your case? Yeah. If you want to worsen your case, say it, and I'll show you. A thousand and one people. Who have to beg to eat? Yeah, at least yours hasn't gotten there. Yeah. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. You've got no idea. Last week I was driving. I was driving somewhere. Are you here? I'm closing with it, Doctor Henry. My time is up. Okay. I'm, I was driving somewhere, and there was this elderly woman. Elderly, but I mean, you can see that this uh, is she's not a young woman. 
and apparently she had gone to learn how to drive. And Monday was her first day of driving after she finished learning. Finished learning. So, she was going. In the morning, though, getting out of her house, going to work. And there was a driver sitting by her. I mean, a licensed driver. Because if you're a new person, somebody has to sit by you who is more experienced. So, the person sat by her and they were going. What a day. I've started driving. Then they got to a junction. Now she had to turn into the junction. She put on a travigator. And as she was turning, because when you are turning, you are supposed to put your foot on the brake. Correct? Yeah. You don't speed turning. So as she was putting her, her foot on the, on the brake, Sana, it was actually the accelerator. Can you imagine? And she pressed on it. Whoa! Hey! Unfortunately, a trotter driver was there. Come on. The guy saw him. He wanted to swerve. My goodness. This woman's speed was marvelous. She went straight into the trotter. Bang! And it wasn't enough. I mean, it was so strong that when she hit the trotter, she diverted into somebody's house and went into the house. Broke the wall and entered the house. Yeah. <laughs> the total driver couldn't spark his car. When he sparked, the car said, I won't spark. The car said, I'm, I'm so hurt, I won't spark. Yeah. Couldn't spark. Couldn't spark. She was saying, I said, I told her, stop saying Iradiade. Say Iradimidawase. Because you see, her, her, her luck, her, and also, God saved her. Where the, the wall, the part of the wall she went into, had drying drying lines there. Dr. Henry, somebody just came and hanged her things like that. Then she turned bang behind her. No, you see, if that lady was standing there, she, she would be a dead body immediately. She would have been a dead body. And what? Ma, what do you call manslaughter? Where's my lawyer? She's not here. Yeah. Manslaughter. In the morning, as you are. Night. I'm going to drive today. She never thought that something like this was coming. She never thought. Yeah. I said, Thank you, God. Though. Because this speed, eh? I'm sure God arranged the trotter driver to be there. No, no, no. Because if that trotter hadn't been there, no, no, to take some of the impact, eh, either she would be dead herself, or she would kill. She would kill people. In that area, there's a school there. So in the morning. Plenty school children are going, coming, and that was exactly where she went into the wall. Yeah. I said, "Don't cry. Sing praises. Go and do uto. Do you know uto or eto and it? God has delivered you. Yeah. Has delivered you. Saved you." Nobody was in the trotter. 
It was just a car that got damaged. A car got damaged. She was thinking, hey, I'm going to repair my car and repair this car and go and build this one. Ah! I said, I, I said, mom, I, I said, shut up. Keep quiet. I, I didn't say that to her, but I said, but don't cry, I beg you. Don't cry. Say thank you to God. Yeah. Thank you to God. He's the reason why you have your life. So you have your job. You think you are working. But it is, it is God who is providing you with what you need to work. Yeah. Is it not life you need to work? Is it not life you need to work? How do you get it? You think it's by exercising. Oh, in the morning I had my exercise, so I'm okay. There was this guy, was he in Zimbabwe or Mozambique? Mozambique or Zimbabwe, one of them. And that a sports person, he was training in the morning. He was jogging by the riverside. Riverside. Yeah. It was moving like, like some of you have been doing in the morning. Exercising. Some of them, I wonder if they are gymnastics or something, but training in the morning. From the water and ate the man. Yeah. Somebody say it was Yanom, but I don't know, but something ate him. Yeah. A crocodile came from the water and ate the man. It caught him. Pray that you will not be held by a crocodile. Pray that the jaw of a crocodile will not hold any part of your body. It is not, you are alive not because you exercise. God has kept you. God has kept you. Yeah, it, he has kept you. Look how we are in November. We are in November from January. You know the people who have died and been buried. Look at you, you are sitting here. Yeah. Yeah. And some will be so bored and say, I, mean, I, won't, I, I don't pay tight. Don't worry, your time will come. Yeah, your time will come. Your time will come. That's why you should be grateful. And pain tight shows that look, it is not by might. There's an invisible being who has kept me. And I'm showing gratitude every month by bringing my tithe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many tithers do I have here? How many of you are going to be tithers? How many of you are going to show kindness? <laughs> Be a tither. And don't add your name to the list of God's robbers. Yeah. A robber of God. You if you rob me, it's God you are robbing. You have to be careful. Oh. Do you remember? I don't know how many of you were alive then, but... It hasn't been too long ago. Then, then George Bush, he was holding a press conference. Hallelujah. He was holding a press conference. And somebody was very angry with him. One of the journalists. Do you know what happened? The journalist removed his shoe. He removed his shoe. As George Bush was speaking. Then he threw the shoe. Pew! And, and George Bush dodged. <laughs> the president of America. He dodged. Do you want to know what happened to that person? You can throw your shoe at the taxi driver or the trotto driver. Not President Bush. The punishment you would have for throwing your shoe at a president of the United States is different. It's, it's even different from the one you get for 
throwing a shoe at the president of Ghana. Yes, I'm telling you. You don't like to believe it, but that's the truth. Yeah. You, you don't want. You don't want to know what happened to that person. So, you see, so when you are stealing, you see, you must be strategic in your stealing. You must know from whom to steal. <laughs> now you have decided to have God as your target, to rob him. Hey! Some of you, you are paying dearly. Because the Bible says that if somebody steals and the person is caught, you, you have to refund seven times more of what you have stolen. And as for God, Bible says that all things are open and naked before him with whom we have to do. So it means that every day, as you are still, every day God is catching you. So some of you, you are in debt. You are in debt. Because when you are caught, you have to pay seven times more. <laughs> yeah. To some of you, for about one year, you haven't paid tight. Yeah. One month that you didn't pay, you have to pay seven times for the one month. Now it's been 12 months. Yeah, so seven times, seven times, seven, 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 twelve. Yes, you, you, are, you are in debt. That's why this morning you only have to plead for mercy. God, have mercy on me. From today, I'm starting. I want to become a tither. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. Lift up your hands with me. I wanted to pray to God to have mercy on you. You know yourself. Say, Father, have mercy on me. Forgive me. Forgive me. Open your mouth and talk to him. Open your mouth and talk to God. Jesus. Be merciful, Father. Show me mercy. Forgive me for being ungrateful. Forgive me for robbing you by keeping the tithe. Forgive me for robbing you by keeping the offering. Father, let your anger not be kindled against me. Show me mercy. I come boldly unto the throne of grace that I may obtain mercy, Father. Mercy. Let your judgment be cancelled by your mercy, Father. Please open your mouth and talk to God. Talk to God. Anything that has started happening to you in life because of not tithing, Tell God to be merciful on you and suspend it. In the name of Jesus. Blessed be your name, Father. We thank you. We bless you this morning. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you and bless you. Thank you for your word. Every day your, your word gives us direction how how we should live life where we should go how we should go thank you for this one also that shows us how we should relate with you father show us mercy because this morning we have come boldly to your throne of grace that we may obtain mercy we need mercy we want to find mercy we want to get mercy mercy father to mercy to cancel judgments father Morosia tire. You said that anyone who doesn't tithe is cursed with a curse. Father, any curse from you that has started operating in our lives because we are not tithers, we ask today, let your mercy prevail over that judgment in the name of Jesus. Forgive us, Father. Have mercy on us. And Father, we pray that we may, we may find grace. Grace is what helps us helps us not to go back to the mistakes for which reason we are asking for mercy father may we have grace to walk on that path you have destined for us in the mighty name of jesus we thank you this beautiful morning for your direction and for your word in jesus name 
And as every head is bowed, every eye closed, every hand down, you are here this morning. Somebody invited you, or you came on your own, but deep down in your heart, you know you are not born again. You know Jesus is not the Lord of your life. If you die today, you are not sure where you spend eternity. You want to say that, Pastor? Please pray with me. I need to surrender my life to Jesus. You are here like that and you want me to pray with you. Wherever you are standing. I want to see your right hand above your head. Your right hand above your head. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. You are here like that. Wherever you are standing. I want to see your right hand lifted above your head. And I'm going to pray with you. I can see your hand. Please pray with me. Don't die and go to hell. Because somebody has died for you. It's useless to go to hell. If you are not sure, today is the day you, are, you can be sure. Today is the day you can be sure. Lift up your hand. If you have lifted up your hand, please come to me. Come. I want to pray with you. God bless you. Come to me. You want Jesus? Come. You want Jesus? Come. Come to me. God bless you. God bless you. You want Jesus? Come. God bless you. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my brother. Come, my sister. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Lift up your two hands. Okay? And I wanted to say this prayer after me. I want the church to join us in this prayer. We are standing. We are all standing. If, if, if you have any particular difficulty, then you can sit down. Otherwise, you are supposed to be standing. Hallelujah. Say this prayer after me. Say, Heavenly Father. I want, I want us all to say this together. Say, Heavenly Father. I come to you this morning. Just as I am. I believe. With all my heart. That Jesus Christ died came into the world died on the cross shed his blood because of my sins today father please forgive me of all my sins wash away all my sins by the blood of jesus today i receive jesus i accept jesus as my lord as my savior as my redeemer from today i confess i belong to jesus from today i will follow jesus say father please write my name in the book of life from today from today i will not follow satan from today I will not be his servant. From today, I belong to Jesus. Thank you, Father, for saving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. God bless you. What's your name?